Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is 94198377. You've been listening to the same. You could never understand. Feel the fortune flow. I wonder if the decline in road bike sales isn't also a reaction to the perfection of the road bike. Maybe. Once you get everything you want, you lose interest. Back when road bikes had cotted cranks, simplex derailers made of flimsy plastic, universal brakes that couldn't arrest the forward motion of a determined box turtle, and tyres so miserable they they will remain nameless. Hutchinson, I lied. You could hardly wait to buy a better one. Now, with factories pumping out an endless stream of perfect bicycles, functionally perfect anyway, who cares? Yes, and you're listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show here on Radical Radio 3CR. Many thanks to Amy Goodman and Democracy Now. Amy's voice sounds a little bit off there today, but by jingoes, that woman does a lot of work. Hardly ever misses a show. We've got a big show coming up. Always, Faith and I drive a big tandem. (laughs) We've got a couple of news and events and a couple of little funny stories from around Melbourne, of course, as happening the cycling world and everything else touches to it. That quote, I know it's a little bit old, came from Ted Constanto and just highlighting the fashionability of the perfect bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) Faith, we're along for the ride or a coasting? Along for the ride, as always, Val. Um, And I'll just give people a heads up. Today... uh, we're going to be encouraging you to text us about your local bug or your, with your best bug story or if you'd like to give a, us to give your local bug a call out. So if you want to do that, you can text us on 0488 809 855 
Uh, we'll get on with some bike moments and news, but you have a think about what your best bug story is and uh, we'll get round to them later. There we go. Bike I'm, moment. Bike moment. So look, at the top of it, I'm... Um, as every month goes past, I'm uh, gradually more excited to see the migration south of um, uh, carrier bikes, backfests, three children on board, two on board, electrified. It's really quite interesting. It's taken about eight years, I think, for it to slowly filter through. But it's interesting to watch those things filter through Melbourne. And yeah. I think I saw two of them this morning just on my ride, and I'm... Um, Without insulting anybody in Richmond, Richmond's become a little bit of West Hawthorne. So, I mean, it's, it's nice to see them actually getting to that. But my real bike moment of the moment, it's, I think I've mentioned this once before, Faith, there was a great quote. There was, uh, you can find uh, beauty in silence and silence in beauty. You should find both in your bicycle. <laughs> Had one of those awful intermittent noises. After you've gone about a kilometre, the noise starts taken me a whole two weeks to find it out. Rode all the way to Threthiar this morning. Not a squeak. <laughs> Perfect. It was a loose little washer on one of my cotton pins talking about old style stuff. <laughs> the autumn leaves are falling. They are. They were looking pretty good this morning, although slightly mushy after the rain. My bike moment was um, had a few lately, but I do. Last weekend we rode to Yark for the first time in a while and I was... Uh, and, and it's a bit longer than I thought since we'd been there. So I was looking forward to the pies at the general store. <laughs> that was going to be my question. Did you have a pie? <laughs> and was horrified when I got there to discover the general store is closed for good. Are you kidding? No. Um, luckily, we were saved because, um, what's it called? Buck's Country Bakery. Yeah, Bakehouse has uh, opened up in the interim, and oh. uh, they they serve some very nice pies. Slightly, just slightly up the road from the yeah. general store on the same side. So disaster was averted, but um, yeah, yeah. That's a um, looks. I haven't done the ride. That looks like a wonderful ride, actually, doesn't it? I think the Yay to Yark section yeah. is quite nice because it's one of the sections where there's most of the trail away from the highway. Yeah. So um, you don't and, get that buzz, yeah. and you get uh, obviously the Chevio Tunnel with that beautiful brickwork. But then, also further along, you can see drains that have been built f- with the same brickwork. Ah. So they're they're quite um, touch of local history as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No pies for you. No, well, yeah, yeah. definitely had pies, <laughs> just at a different place. Now, if you're um, still recovering from your May Day celebrations, uh, over the weekend, the Melbourne to Warrnambool bike race was run and won, I mean, ridden and won again, actually, uh, 105th anniversary of the ride, the second oldest day bike ride in the world, uh, Liege Baston Liege in Belgium is the number one, and uh, Melbourne to Warrnambool is number two. So that was nice to see. There's um, when it was only twenty years old. The race has changed a fair bit um, since it obviously started. Um, and that was um, 
Jensen Plowright and uh, Matilda Reynolds won the women's division. That's her second year in a row that she's won that. A lot of great past winners in there. Yep. Yep. And what's the distance? The, the... Oh, they've changed it. Yeah, so they've much. changed it a yeah. few times. Yeah. I was just thinking because I remember a story about a a woman who wasn't allowed to race it in eighteen ninety. Five, six. Yeah. And, but rode Warrnambool back to Melbourne. Yep. And the story goes that when she got home, I think it was that she had 180 miles on her computer, her bike computer. So went out at 10 p.m. at night and racked up the other 20 doing circles (laughs) around the southern suburbs. Uh, it's got a look. It's got an interesting history because it's changed from handicap to um, they've run a uh, reverse way a couple of times. It's, got, it's an interesting history. Yeah, I think uh, you could probably say it's the only race that uh, Mister Opperman didn't win. Actually, uh, being a, obviously a big back marker in those times, but uh, ran ran second, I think, four years in a row. Yeah, uh, yep. five years in a row. Dean Woods, Jack Beasley, and who uh, bike shops ended up in Footscray, another winner. So a long history of Australian cycling yeah. involved in it. Yeah. Know, and a real bit of a, um, you know, a little bit of our cycling history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? The other thing is just I um, don't want to, you know, I don't want to spend much time. Minimum passing laws through last week. Yep. 29th of April, one metre inside if the uh, speed limit is under 60. 1.5 if it's oh, the speed limit is over 60 kilometres. Yeah. And getting on to some maybe some bike trail news. Um, for those who use the main Yarrow Trail, you may have discovered this this morning. Um, the section around Diet Falls will be closed for a couple of days, uh, for 10 days from the 4th to the 14th of May, as structural works are carried out on the riverbank, there's some uh, beaching, which means putting lots of rocks on the banks to stabilise the banks where there's been a lot of erosion. It will also help um, migratory fish, so that's a good outcome. That's 10 days, 4th to the 14th of May, So, uh, and there will be a detour in place, and I believe it will be just be using painted bike lanes on the road that already exist, yeah. so you can probably work out what that'll be. On the main Yarra Trail from Dites Falls to Turner Street. And yeah. also good to see this week, City of Melbourne carries on with its good work, starting construction on the Queensbridge Street protected bike lanes, yep. which will make that connection down to South Melbourne a lot easier and safer. Yep. Steve Price was moved to um, exclaim that we will find ourselves the Southern Hemisphere version of New York City, now said to be a dangerous and dirty place to be avoided. The lunacy of pandering to a loud but tiny pushbike lobby that will turn those streets into part of a 40-kilometre bike lane cancer that will choke Melbourne forever. I couldn't have put it better myself. No. Now, I'll, ju- I'll just give you an idea of what Mr. Price is alluding to. So there's been a push on um, this. You might find this oblique, but let just stay with me for a sec. The um, 
they've had a, uh, I think it's about a 16, 17% decrease in bike theft in England in the last year. Last year. And England is very much a, uh, one of the bike theft capitals of the world. So they're getting ready for now another, after the drop in it and everybody's coming back, they're getting ready for the boom. Now, this is a quote from um, uh, Supervisor or uh, Superintendent Mark Clenard, who is the uh, UK Police uh, Cycle Crime Department. My view on this is, if we tackle cycle crime, then we're saving lives and protecting the world. Now, if he isn't part of that well-paid, well-financed international bike conspiracy that Stephen Price is talking about, <laughs> I will go, hey. Oh, God. So, more like New York, we can get Broadway, we can get, um, we can get a lot more things, can't we? Well, and everyone goes to New York and talks about using the bike share bike. So, exactly. if, yeah. We br- might turn out like Paris. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got to say, he's, he's still on radio, Stephen Price. Sorry, I should, shouldn't ask. Who knows? In the heyday of uh, Critical Mass, he was, God, he could uh, talk about shock jocks. He could get the uh, blood pressure. His own blood pressure used to go enormously high. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And just to to move on that, it'll be interesting to watch, actually. Um, It's something interesting that um, we don't seem to share a little bit, actually, but um, the enormous amount of bike theft. But maybe it's something to do with us. We're just lovely and obedient. And we're going to have a little break. We'll be back after this message 3CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor Vacro's Second Chance Cycles for their financial support Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community if you have a healthcare card they'll give you a bike free of charge to find out more search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. And you're back listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show with Faith and Val. Uh, We have a message that's come in. We asked you to text in with your bug stories because we're just going to have a little bit of a chat about bugs. And Turka has said she learned to ride with Whittlesea Bug very recently and is now waiting for her new bike to arrive next week. That's uh that's I don't think there's a better bug story than I learnt to ride. Exactly. And um the joy of an adult learning to ride. It is. I um Maul and Bug were at Glenroy Festival and Faulkner Festa over the weekend, two big days. Um and it it really brought home to me, you know, we, we do so much online and engage with people there, which is obviously, I think, really important, but it really brought home just the value of being there physically in place, which, yeah. and, you know, last year all these events were cancelled, so we haven't been able to do that for yeah. possibly close to 18 months. months. And um, actually being there and talking to people and having people come across you who would never have thought to look online for something. Yeah. Um, 
it was uh, really, really uh, positive and engaging and, yeah, quite a few of those I've just learned to ride a bike stories and, and there isn't anything um, like Turka. Yeah. Uh, there isn't anything much more exciting than listening to someone tell you how happy they are yeah, that they just yeah, learned yeah. to ride a bike. And then now now come the love affair with the bicycle, of course. But it, <laughs> it, it's you go. Um, yeah. um, they are one of the. I think in the last eighteen months, and actually, I think people are starting to realise that bugs are really a grassroots level political tool, or can be anything a bug. Yeah, it can be doesn't have to have anything to do with actually um, uh, politics of, or the local politics of no. cycling. It can be completely ride focused on, completely community focused on. There are so many varieties. Well, it's like any community group; it res- reflects the interests of the volunteers who are in it at the time. So if they yeah. if they really enjoy running rides and. Um, then that is what the bug will do. And if they're interested in the advocacy or the politics, then that is what the bug will do. So as soon as you join a bug, yeah. you um, are having influencing the direction it takes. Yeah. And, of course, a lot of bugs do both. Um, I did notice Whittlesea Bug recently are running Learn to Ride uh, classes for complete beginners for women and girls. Yep. Uh, and these are... Uh, 90-minute sessions twice a week, I think. So uh, that's that's a really good program and uh, that's where Turka learnt to ride. Yep. So um, very cheap, very accessible um, and definitely uh, something – it just shows like the, the power of a, a volunteer group getting out there and doing something like this, Yeah. the difference it can make. And it's um, – it, it's – People's best avenue or easiest avenue to actually have some impact on, in any way, so, even if it's just been part of the social group or actually been, you know, going to the local councils, uh, bicycle advisory committee groups, and things like that. Yeah, uh, well, you you have an influence every time people see you riding down the street. Yeah, you know, particularly if you're in an area where that doesn't happen as much. Yeah, um, someone that that. Twigs that little nagging thought in the back of their mind. Maybe I should ride. It gets a little pull every time. <laughs> and I, I did notice also today that uh, City of Port Phillip, who are very active bug. Yep. I mean, sorry, not the City of Port Phillip. Port Phillip bug, no. who are very active bug. Um, one thing they do is organise regular rides with councillors and mm. show them different areas. Yeah. Um, I know we've tried this uh, with a few councillors in Moreland, but um, it's, I, I, I guess, many of them are already riding and uh, it's not something that's taken off, but Port Phillip Bug have been really successful f- with this. Yeah. So uh, if you are looking to do a ride with your local councillors and you're in Port Phillip, they're organising one for tomorrow. So if you do, uh, check out Port Phillip Bug, um, there's details of how to RSVP to get involved with that ride. Yeah. That would be pretty interesting. And there's nothing to stop somebody living in somewhere and going to a bug. You know, don't think that you actually have 
and not allowed to go to other bugs' rides and things like that. This is the whole. No. You know. And often it's about um, you You might have a say because you, you don't live in an area, but you ride through it regularly. Yeah. Um, and also there's often workplace bugs. Yeah. I mean, I think in the past there were more. Yeah. But um, that can be a thing about organising facilities at your workplace or uh, then advocating for the routes approaching that workplace yeah. to be safer. Yeah. The um, the push for the minimum um, passing laws ever started, Bugs? I'm trying to remember where it started. It didn't start. I'm sure it was a grassroots push to begin with. I mean, I'm, and I shouldn't. I should have looked that up before I asked myself <laughs> that question. <laughs> oh no! Well, it's interesting to see. I mean, a lot of people might say, well, you know, apart from, um, well. Teaching somebody to learn to ride is a big thing. You don't have to do anything else if you're a bug, really, in in a lot of ways. But how do you know what are bugs? How do they influence things? And look, there's a long history of a lot of ideas coming out of bugs and a lot of pressure coming from two local councils. Yeah, and I think it's um, you know, when you the difference, I guess, between most of the people who start to engage with a bug when it's through a Facebook or Twitter is that those are generally people who've already identified as a bike rider. Yeah. And when you're at a community festival, everyone comes and talks to yeah. you, um, particularly if you're trying to bribe their children with stickers. Yeah. And uh, then – and so people who would never have thought to look for a community bicycle group yeah. online are suddenly like – oh, so what does a bug do? And when yeah. you say, well, we, we try and get safer routes for cycling or point, bike paths or yeah. blah, blah, point blah. Point out inadequacies in the yeah. local infrastructure. And suddenly they see, oh, well, that sounds like something, you know, I'm interested in and I would want to support. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a great moment at which to reach those people who aren't, bike riders in yeah. their minds. And let's face it, if you're talking about trying to get cycling on a large scale, 90% of the people using a bike in, for example, the Netherlands don't yep. see themselves as a bike rider. They're just getting to the station. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it was really good. And I think um, especially online and on Twitter and that, there's a lot of um, – the politics and and things that are important, but you can get caught up in your bug bubble, and and <laughs> <laughs> and getting out into yeah, yeah. the non bike world is yes. a, it's it's a really really positive thing it's to t- do. Quite distracting. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I existed in, in, in this. <laughs> so we small. have um we still have a few minutes, and I'll just give you a reminder if you do want to text us in with your bug story that you can do that on zero four eight eight. Eight zero nine eight five five, and um, um, I'm just um, thinking. I mean, let's take Yarrabug as an example, yeah, which is not really involved in organising rides or on the ground, but very much um, thanks to Chris, very much. In, oh, and us are very much involved more in that sort of nitty gritty of getting the right green paint on the lanes and talking about things and keeping people up to speed on those things. Yeah, and um, 
if you look around the different bugs in Melbourne, they yeah, they all have a slightly different emphasis yeah. and it reflects yeah. you know the interests of the people involved and and the history. And if there's something your local bug isn't doing, yeah. you could do it. Yeah. All you have to do is join. Yeah. And they look they are they are a conduit to actually getting stuff done. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. You know. Um I'll never forget um once um the radio show that used to be on 3CR, I'll have to be quick with this. Well, um, one of the blokes who designed Victorian government cycling Saturday for the next five years, you know, the, the normal thing that popped out, but this was 10 years ago, but you could have published, you could publish that tomorrow and it'd be exactly the same. And um, just on the, I asked, the, I can't remember his name now, asked him about consultations. And he said, yeah, yeah, I've consulted with widely with a couple of bugs. And I said, oh, which bugs? He said, oh, there are three of them in our building. So I thought, oh, God, I don't think that's consulting with the bugs. But anyway, they're a ready-made group full of ideas, I'm telling you. Yes. Um, coming up in Melbourne. Coming up in Melbourne this weekend, a uh, big weekend. There's, we had uh, Michael Hans from the Handmade Bicycle yeah, Show yeah, on the yeah. program a couple of weeks ago. So the Handmade Bicycle Show kicks off in Williamstown at Seaworks on Friday night and then runs all weekend. You can buy tickets for either Friday, Saturday or Sunday or for the whole weekend if you feel you might have to go back several times to nail down the exact colour you need on your brand new Handmade Frame. Oh, I don't want some flimsy plastics. <laughs> Simplex derailers. No, shit. no, I don't think they've become a col- Well, the, the funny part about it is they've become a collector's item. Because <laughs> <laughs> people want to restore those awful, I mean, those lovely, beautiful old Peugeots. <laughs> and they were, they were very much a feature of them. I love serious. <laughs> Actually, look there um, in my small bicycle world, there's a... Nice bit of anticipation about the handmade bike show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, a lot of uh, it's forward a great, anticipation. Yeah. It's a great show, and it, it is nice to see um, that sort of passion and the the, the makers and yeah, 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 no. yeah. It's right inside the bubble there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also coming up this weekend is the Ballarat Tweed Ride on May the eighth. So that's. Um, a really nice train trip to Ballarat. Yep. And you get to dress up and it's going to be a stunning autumn weekend. weekend the, Lots the of out, no. brilliant food. and Oh, the autumn leaves around uh, the lake, the Lake yep. Mandaree. Yeah. Go. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. So, a um, bit of snow. <laughs> <laughs> Love that Ballarat bracing dry cold. <laughs> Uh, oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Tweed no, that, ride. Yeah. That looks like fun. We don't have a lot of the tweed rides have sort of dropped off the calendar, but that they one's kept yeah. going. And it, I think because it's tied into the festival, yeah. um, it's still going very strong. So. Yeah. And there's a, um, a lovely preoccupation with times past in Ballarat. Yeah. 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 Fits uh, in quite well. Now, the other thing coming up. Talking about longevity in Melbourne and bike races and not bike races, Roubaix is coming up again. Yep. I think for I'm trying to I haven't clocked in. It's nearly twenty years. 
I should have looked. Yeah, I don't think. All I know is that, you know, when you think the Tour de France is coming up, you know, <laughs> and he'll be spruiking tickets. But look at... Um, it is still one of, if you want to get to learn about Melbourne and have a ride inside the bubble for the whole day, um, jump on that. It's good to see it's still going strong. It's uh, a great way to explore with friends. Um, it'll be in June. Yep. As usual. And, yeah, I think we're on 15 years. Ah, are we? There we go. I'm so, missing um, a couple of the spoke cards. <laughs> I'll have to pick them up, pinch them off somebody else's. <laughs> and... Uh, Tickets go on sale at Moondog. Um, I think in the next couple of days. That was the last. That was this weekend just gone. So you'll be able to get them online any moment now. Yeah. And that's all we have time for today. Been a busy show. 3CR relies on the support of its listeners to stay on the air. So if you'd like to make a donation or subscribe, you can do that at 3cr.org.au. And coming up next is Shebop. Thanks for listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online.